This program is brought to you by the Hulu original series, MODOK. I can't wait to watch this one. Have you guys heard about MODOK? MODOK is this insane and hilarious new Hulu original from Marvel. Pat Oswalt stars as the voice of the supervillain MODOK, the mental organism designed only for killing. That's a mouthful. MODOK has long pursued his dream of one day taking over the world. But after years of setbacks and failures fighting the Earth's mightiest heroes, MODOK has run his evil organization aim into the ground. While also dealing with his crumbling marriage and family life, MODOK is about to confront his greatest challenge yet. Marvel's MODOK, all episodes now streaming only on Hulu. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Friday Night Spotlight Show, where I pick one of the many shows that we do on our Patreon, put it here on the regular feed so that people can get an idea of what we do over at the Patreon at patreon.com slash weird science because we mention it all the time we have spotlights we have all these shows but i think it's better to get to listen to those and what you're going to get to listen to right now is the first episode of the invincible book of the month club and this was the book of the month for april and me and my man stork went through the first trade this obviously being the beginning episode one of that and if you like what you hear you can go over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, and listen to a lot of shows, including the book of the month. We keep doing it right now in May. We're doing Jupiter's Legacy. And then who knows? The poll goes up for June at the beginning of next week. And everybody on the whole Patreon, not just the badasses, but everybody on the Patreon gets to pick in the poll what the next book of the month, as well as the characters of the month for both DC and Marvel, just to throw it out there for you DC fans this month. The character of the month is Earth One Batman, Batman Earth One, where I'm going through the volume one of that. But just sit back and listen to this. And if you like it, go over to the Patreon. All the links are in the show notes as well. But here comes me and Stork with Invincible number one. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Book of the Month podcast. This is April, and I'm going to be joined by Stork from now on. Welcome, Stork. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm I'm doing great. I'm doing lovely here. Uh, and we're going to be doing Invincible this month. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't close, the poll. <laughs> it wasn't close <laughs> at all. And when he, I asked you to join me for this and you said, what I told you, because you were going to, you know, we'll, we'll both throw in some books mm-hmm. for the poll. And I told you, I'm going to put Invincible on the poll. Don't don't throw anything that you really you know really really <laughs> want. We still tried to put some decent books in, but yeah. the idea that this was going to win, there was no doubt about it. And I'd hate to have something there, though. We could throw them up on the poll later. Plus, you ended up giving me some suggestions like Wicked and Divine that I actually liked. You did. You said you didn't like it as much. No, I wasn't you know. a huge yeah, fan. Yeah, how, how dare you? How dare you? But <laughs> here we are. We're going to be talking about Invincible, and we're going to go through the first trade. And we're going to start, obviously, with issue number one that came out January of 2003. And it's written by Robert Kirkman, pencils by Corey Walker, inks by Corey Walker, colors by Bill Crabtree, letters by Robert Kirkman. So he is a mm. double threat here. Wow. And yeah, that's crazy. Um, and so you start off and I just wanted to, have you watched the cartoon at all? Yeah, I think we watched, my wife and I watched the first four episodes, I want to say. I have not, I have not watched anything. Is it good? I hear it's real good. 
Yeah, we're enjoying it. It's uh, it really helped me with this first uh, issue. I, this is, I haven't read it before either, so no, neither you know, have I. Know that was what on. I was going to ask you next mm-hmm. because I haven't either. So, uh, going into this, I think I should watch the cartoon. Then is what I should do. Uh, but we will start off here as we do at the beginning, and you end up where you start off with our character. And Robert Kirkman does a pretty good job. Like I said before, we even started ta- uh, recording. He doesn't do things in a generic way. He doesn't force the issues of you even said like, hi, I'm Mark and I'm a hero and Mm -hmm. I ended up doing this. And in fact, we don't even get anything of an intro except he's already a hero as we open up the issue where he has a guy with what is that like a suicide bomb vest on yeah is it uh, cyborg superman that, yeah kind it kind of looks like that on? like yeah. a lex luther cyborg superman combo that ends up having a ticking you know time bomb deal on him and he ends up throwing this guy into the air blows up and he gets knocked down and just says if i keep going like this i'll give myself a heart attack and it's a it's a cool enough start i mean very it, cold open it's but. a very cold open and that's why i kind of like it it's not really anything at this moment but i do like seeing it just to go back for months in the past to actually see you know mark before he got his powers real quick before he got his powers also appears to be taking a dump while <laughs> reading what i thought was the walking dead at one point but it looks ah. like it's science dog is what he is reading <laughs> and his yeah. mom thinks he's masturbating is mm-hmm, basically mm-hmm. it now if you ended up you know in the bathroom and you know usually you run the water i've been told when you do this sort of thing but do you want your mom actually saying that i know the idea that you would but like hey what are you doing in there maybe give them but you know hey if you keep doing that you're gonna give yourself a heart attack what i thought it was is that he is uh you know having problems he's constipated and he's gonna <laughs> die on the toilet like elvis that's what she is worried about because that's gonna happen to him but he's reading a comic book all these things he has to get to school and he comes out and this is what i said you don't have her say, Mark, my son that has to go to school and I'm your mother. Like, you don't <laughs> have that. He he ends up having very natural dialogue with the idea that you are probably going to have a couple issues before you actually, you know, jive with the names and things mm-hmm. like that. I mean, it, he did the same thing in Walking Dead. He's doing it with firepower now. Now it's a pain in the ass when you're talking about the book and you keep forgetting. But Mark Grayson is a pretty easy name. Uh, yeah, to remember. Grayson, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that uh, just goes right in with it. Um, but yeah, he ends up getting ready for school and they turn on the television to end up seeing Omni Man. And you're not told exactly who this is yet. And you're not going to be told again in a forceful way. It's just like, oh, yeah, there's dad. Because you end up where he's like, hey, uh, where's dad? Did he come home last night? Now you're starting to think, what? what is he, an Aerosmith or something? What's he on tour? <laughs> I mean, really, but the idea of somebody saying, where's dad at? Did he come home last night? And she says he had a lot of work. Okay, trouble at work. And you Mm -hmm. don't know what that is, but you you find out he's in Taiwan fighting a giant, you know, freaking dragon monster. And he is the defender of democracy. And that's their dad, you know, and husband. And it's Omni-Man. I like the way it's not like. Oh, dad's like, it's up. Now I know where he is. And then the mom says, I hope he brings back something nice for me. I've never been to Taiwan. 
And no it really, worries. It, it really does push. Yeah, they're, they're not worried. I mean, this is what he does. He always wins. He's the biggest, baddest of all. All that stuff going there. And I think that that's a great way to set that up instead of just, you know, like I said, no narration here. It's just natural dialogue that ends up naturally giving you the idea of what's going on here. Now, because of that, did you think, I mean, you go into this and kind of know what is going to happen. I mean, you at least know that he's going to end up having powers and becoming a deal. But even then, I wouldn't have sat there and like, oh, my God, does he have powers? Does he this or that? Um, but because it's so just natural, just thinking, okay, this kid's going to school, he's doing yeah. this, and it, it plays out so nice. But you could you could go from there. You you take it from there when he goes to school, which you got the punks there. I, I, you got a lot of <laughs> a lot of crazy kids in this first scene there. But and I got, love Reginald Vell Johnson High School. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was uh, Carl Winslow, and then the the uh, principal ends up being something Winslow too. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I like all these little peppered in uh, pop culture things yep. going on and that just makes it so much more fun to read i think yeah. yeah a lot of the superheroes they have ties to you know dc and marvel characters mm-hmm. and things like that so yeah he's he's going to school he run, runs in with his friends saying hey you want to come to a party tonight uh, we're going to hang out at shenanigans yeah i love I the they, shenanigans here they have a lot of flair on <laughs> yes, there they do <laughs> have a lot of flair at shenanigans i heard very fun yeah. place yeah, but Mark says, no, I've got this new job at the burger joint. So then we cut to that and he's throwing a bag into a dumpster and he just tosses it to yeah. the sun. I was going to say, if it actually showed that it went to the sun, I would have <laughs> laughed so hard. But that's what this is what I was saying. You end up where you don't need to see him flipping burgers. You don't need to see him at the fries because mm-hmm. you you know this, you know, that's it. So just the idea where he's already at work, he seems bored. And then he throws that trash. I mean, I don't know where I, I would probably go the roundabout, like almost a roundhouse around into the can, not toss it like he did, but right to the sun. <laughs> and he's figured out our waste disposal issues on Earth now. And now Greta can be rest assured that, that everything will be fine unless the sun has you. problems with that. You know, but, you know, we may get over that. But, yeah, we, we end up going back home. And he's having dinner and it's like, okay, well, I wonder if your dad's going to come home. He should be here sometime. And, and you end up having Mark say, oh, I had, a, I had a pretty interesting day. Obviously, he figured out he has powers and his dad just zoom, just mm-hmm. comes in sitting down. Uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, right there is pretty cool again with the idea that there's no wow moment for them or all of this because this is what happens all the time. I mean, all the deal. And, it goes on even with, like you said, they, they have little ties and little hints in. Well, he is an author who needs to come and write a book. So he ends up needing to buy extra keyboards and he'll write <laughs> it this weekend sometime. It's like it'll take him two seconds. He'll, he'll yeah. be done with it. And you end up having Mark say, hey, by the way, I got my superpowers. And then the mom says, okay, pass the potatoes. I mean, this is, <laughs> that's what I like. It's like, it's not mm-hmm. like this crazy great debt. This would be like, you know, I don't know. I guess if I went to my, well, my mom and dad wouldn't pay attention. But if you had a nice mom and dad and you're like, hey, I hit puberty, which you wouldn't say probably, <laughs> but I don't know would they react like, oh, great. Here we go. Mm-hmm. That's what the deal would be. Like the dad kind of is just eating. Yeah, and, they knew it was going to happen eventually. It's yeah. Just, yeah. And okay. what I like about it, too, is that the dad doesn't end up like, oh, well, with 
with great power comes great, <laughs> you know, or, you know, hey, I'm going to show you the deal. He's just kind of letting him do his thing. And you go from there because he ends up going and. Again, it's just very quick. It's very quick pace to get to the point. Right. There's not a lot of wasted time. Like I, I could see this could be this one book. Some writers would this would be a whole tr- first trade, right? You mean Bendis I mean, is what you're saying, right? <laughs> you, you mean you're talking about Ultimate Spider-Man? I know you I, are. I don't want to say. Uh, <laughs> yes, this would be six issues. Yeah, yeah, but it's just you know they cut to the important stuff, and it's him. He's out on a roof. Like, well, I've got my superpowers. Let's see if I can fly, just like Dad, dear old Dad. Uh, if I jump off and I don't do it, hopefully I'm invulnerable like him. So he does, but he hovers and then he just takes off and yeah. So yeah, he has powers. I mean, it's it's, all you need to see. Yeah. And when we get to the next scene, because you see this diamond robbery gone wrong where they have, and and it also shows you too. I mean, obviously we saw that dragon in Taiwan, Mm -hmm. um, but you also see, okay, this is a world where you have a lot of powered you know you would assume that anyway but you end up having like this rock monster guy who was supposed to be the muscle for this diamond robbery where the cops have shown up everything's gone wrong and this is what i ended up liking about in robert kirkman's firepower as well is that normally you don't get this dialogue from the pretty much you know mooks here i mean they're not Mm -hmm. really that important but you do end up where he likes to give everybody their own character, their own voice. And you get the idea of these guys running away from the diamond heist gone wrong. Like this is more character work than we get in some, again, I'm going to throw shape like (laughs) you did, but from some people in books with their main characters. I mean, it is pretty funny where they're running and like, oh man, you were supposed to be the muscle. You were supposed to be the one to stay back there. We're running. You're not supposed (laughs) to be running with us. And he says, I might be made, you know, uh, to make it so that bullets bounce off me But it's not really feeling like a hurts. massage It hurts like <laughs> hell and I don't want that And there were six cops I don't need that And they end up where you even see though He's even pretty good with the deal Because he grabs these guys and jumps over this yeah. fence And he It's Reservoir ends, Dogs with yeah, you know, uh, It is Reservoir Dogs with a, a rock monster yeah. right? The thing mm-hmm. In Reservoir Dogs dancing around Cutting ears off and then singing songs <laughs> and, and they jump over that And just get whacked Mm-hmm. And you know right away that it's Mark. He's there, and he has pretty much the worst costume ever. Even though, I don't know, I like the goggles. I, I do like mm-hmm. that. But they don't even know. Like, they think that he's a bandit because he's got the, the handkerchief yes. deal. And they're like, are you trying <laughs> to rob us? And he's like, oh, man, I know. It, it kind of is weird with this. But I do like when he punches this rock. Like, the I rock love that comes panel. off of him. Yeah. And... Yeah, it, it, then you start thinking, like, what is the power? Is it just to regenerate a rock covering or something? Yeah, but I think so. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It looks really cool. Now, if you really want to start going with the idea, when he's laying there, this guy, he looks like Cyborg a bit with the half oh, rock yeah. face there. <laughs> and and quite frankly, I don't know if it's whatever, but his dad looks like J. Jonah Jameson to me as well, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool to go with a very – you know, Spider-Man-esque intro into this. So there, like you said, there's a lot of things. Now, again, did you expect this to be his dad's like, man, you look ridiculous. I'll get you a costume. I thought this was going to be the moment of, hey, you can't be doing this. I got to train. I got to do this. Mm -hmm. His dad seems very happy about it. Yeah, he's proud papa. (laughs) 
Yeah, and they just they fly off as these guys are just you know stars going there. But even that's where I like that as Dad Omniman shows up here to say like, okay, almost giving him the idea. You knocked them out now. Now just leave this for the police. You know they'll, mm-hmm. they'll be able to come their own way. Let's go. And they end up going to get his costume. And again, there's no wasted time in this. There was no wasted time of him in his room. Like, okay. And really, what's this costume? I'll get those gloves and my, <laughs> my sweatpants and a shirt yeah. <laughs> and these goggles. So the you, you didn't yeah. waste your time there. And you don't waste it here as well, where you end up having the tailor, this tailor shop behind. You know, you probably have to say the the magic words and go backstage there. The the speakeasy's the part. Yeah, we don't need it. to see that though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no. We get it. Yeah, it's we a get superhero it. Uh, we, uniform and, maker. And that's what I love about this is he ends up knowing that if you're reading this, you, you've seen these a million times, so he doesn't want to mm-hmm. waste your time with it. So instead, you end up with dialogue that pushes the characters instead of just because when we're done with this, most of the time. It's going to be a very generic deal. I mean, there's not many new origins. And they even play with the idea because this guy made a suit. And he's like, what's with all these dials and discs? <laughs> and he's like, ah, yeah, I thought your dad was powered by the sun. Superman. Like, there you Superman go. Deal. Yeah. And it's funny. I also would have said, well, why do I have them? I mean, if you already <laughs> learned that, I don't need the hand-me-downs. And he doesn't <laughs> like in the shop. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> he's like, I'm, I'm kind of lazy. I, I have that laying around. Nobody's buying it. It's if. I think it was back in the day when Eric, I can't remember what it was, but Eric ended up working at the comic shop with his buddy, which you say working. He just hung out. He (laughs) really didn't work. But they ended up, this guy, Tony, went like full in. I forget what movie it was, but it was a bomb. And he ended up having like these big standees and posters on sale. They never sold. And then he just started giving them the funk away. That's what this costume (laughs) is. Uh, And I remember I have to ask Eric because he always gets mad when I bring it up because he told Tony not to get these. And he went full out, and the guy could never pay his bills anyway. Well, make but sure you do it on a podcast. because I will. I got I to gotta remember what it is. I'll try to remember. Uh, but, yeah, so you end up where he doesn't, Mark, doesn't like that outfit. He wants something different. He wants something iconic, as mm-hmm. the guy says. Everybody wants iconic. Uh, while his dad then has to go. And I like that gridlock is tearing up the east side bridge. And he goes off. It's just a neat little you know, deal. Ooh, who's gridlock? That's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, and then the guy says, you got to come up with a name. You come up with a name. Maybe we can come up with a costume. Now we know what his name's going to be. You think that translates into his costume that he had? I think this guy's full of shit. I think that he had that <laughs> costume. That, you think that that costume <laughs> is something you would say that's invincible. Well, there's an eye. There is kind of, <laughs> kind, <laughs> kind of, of yeah. yeah, kind of, but he ends up where, yeah, come on, figure out the name. And he's like, okay, I haven't thought about it. I'll go. Now we go back to school. You're the school time shenanigans guy. So you go with this because, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, that, that's you. <laughs> you you've been, you're Luke now. You've been tagged <laughs> as that. And again, no wasted space. And still you get some cool character moments with this. And mm-hmm. yeah, you go with it. Yeah, they're, uh, I don't know, doing some sort of homework project or something. Mm-hmm. I thought they were taking a test, but the teacher's like, oh, you can take it home if you didn't yeah, finish Yeah, yeah, I time. thought they were taking a okay, test, Okay, that's weird. Maybe but, he's uh, laid back, right? He might, be, he might be sketching out some ideas there, but we don't need to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. We've seen that in a ton of other superhero origin movies, you know? Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, three yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, he goes out into the hall and sees uh, someone getting picked on whose name happens to be Steve White. I'm thinking it's a Steve Urkel, Jaleel White I, yeah, hybrid. That's what I was thinking. So he I love doesn't that. act like Urkel. <laughs> that'd, be, uh, that'd be funny if he hits that one kid and did I do that? <laughs> that would be pretty good. <laughs> but you see the profile and it's, you know, he's got the haircut and the glass, oh, big yeah, glasses yeah. and stuff. So yeah, I, I think that's what it is. And Mark, mm-hmm. he's not going to put up with bullies. So he shoves this guy in pretty hard, dents the locker, probably, you know, might dislocate a rib or two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, what the heck's going on here says, I don't know, uh, is, is that a, a lunch lady? Yeah, it <laughs> shop, looks like a lunch lady. I, don't I think know. it's the lunch lady. <laughs> she says that. She's all upset. It's yeah, so he gets thrown to the principal's office. But Mr. Uh, Carl Winslow, well, yeah. I don't know if it's Carl, but he says, you know, that guy, Actually, we've it's had funny. trouble I with him. I think it's B.W., uh-huh. So it could be Bruce Willis Winslow. Oh. Actually, it's BN, so it's not. Mm, Bruce Nillis Bruce Winslow. Bruce Nillis Winslow. You know Bruce Nillis. <laughs> he was in that show Oonlighting back in the day <laughs> and plays their harmonica. Oh, and I hate it when he plays that damn harmonica. Oh. That, that Bruno deal. Oh, is, yeah. Oh, it, it annoyed me. Everybody <laughs> thought they were, you know, they thought they were singers. They weren't. But yeah, no. so you they were assholes. Up, yeah, they were assholes. <laughs> but you, you end up where I do like the idea too, where he is like, "Hey, listen, you know that guy's bigger than you, whatever." And he's like, "Yeah, I saw him doing bad stuff. I saw him picking him." And he's like, "Well, I'm not going to say that that's bad, but you just got to watch out next mm-hmm. time. Go to a teacher, a security guard. You're not invincible, you know." Thing. <laughs> he gets that. And he's like, ooh, that's good. Now, again, what the best part of this is, you don't have him run to the tailor. You do, but you don't have to mm-hmm. see that. And it's played out so much better. And it's this is the thing. Robert Kirkman, I don't know if you know this, he can write a pretty good comic, right? <laughs> he, he's done some things that have pretty much taken off. And yeah. it's because of that. Just that little little thing that almost 99.9% of the writers that we deal with, they would have had him run to the guy. The guy would have mm-hmm. been, okay, what color, all this. But the better play is to see that that's what he's going to call himself. And then even with that, I think that also you have to realize, like I said, this guy knows what he's doing. You do have a page turn then where you're expecting him to do that. And all of a sudden you're at a bank. And I, I really, in my, what I did, I'm an idiot. I thought, wait a second, is this guy's <laughs> office in the back of a bank? Like, is that what they're doing? Oh, it's getting robbed, I see. And, yeah, these guys are robbing it. And just to, to point out, like, little things that the art does as well, like, there's a pregnant of lady there. Of course there's a pregnant right? lady there. That's so there's a pregnant lady. Robber. So it ends up like, oh, my God, like, these guys are – but they do spell out, like, hey, you know, we don't want your lives. We want the money. But I do also like that aside because usually the guys get it and run. And it's like, listen, it better all be there or we'll be back. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't know why I, I just like that because you don't often hear that. You don't often get that extra line or whatever. And then, come on, boys, we're out of here. And they, they do start running. And it looks like they're and then Of course, they push what is an old man or lady there. You mm-hmm. know, they're, they're pieces of crap. And then they run, and the big guy is like ahead of them, runs around the corner, and then turns around and runs back <laughs> in such a cinematic way. And then when they turn, Steve, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you end up having the getaway car where you know Mark Invincible has it there, and Vestis is like, "Drop it, freak! It will blow you away." Again, they're not that impressed because this seems to be a world that will have some guys around or whatnot, mm-hmm. so they're just going to shoot him. They don't know his power set. He's new. And he says, yeah, try. I'm invincible. <laughs> and normally I'd be like, ooh, like if it wasn't played out as well, like if, if we saw him go to the tailor, hey, I'm going to call myself invincible. Really? That's a really shitty name. Well, <laughs> fuck you, buddy. Make my suit, <laughs> asshole. Like if you had that, then you have the line, it wouldn't be great. But this mm-hmm. is the first time I'm saying it. So it works out. It works out so much. Like, wouldn't you rather see him with the getaway car in the air facing off against three bank robbers saying his name then running to the tailor and saying oh my god i want to call myself invincible uh i think that it plays out so well yeah and, and i haven't looked ahead but i assume it's just like that's how it ends and we're gonna go on with the story yeah, because yeah, we yeah. know <laughs> we kind of know from his father what his skill set's gonna be so yeah yeah, yeah. he is invincible he's not yeah, he worried is. about a bullet yep so he's gonna take care of this problem and go on to bigger and better things and that's why it would be i mean it's weird to a bunch of people that I've talked to in the Get Fresh crew, be boob. Uh, do not like Robert Kirkman. Don't like him because of the way he acts or something he said. I don't know. I, I haven't really looked into that. But when I end up hearing, and also, it's weird because you never think of him like he, the guy's. You know, probably goes to bed on a bed of money and wakes yeah. up and washes himself with money and then eats money and then, you know all that. So you don't expect him to ever do anything but what he wants to do. But just reading this, I'd love him to be writing the Superman John Superboy book. Just this right here mm-hmm. is kind of the deal because it's just so natural. It's so into the deal. And you end up by the end, you know, liking what's going on in general, but wanting to know a lot more. Like you said, there's you know, no wasted space. And he he lets he respects the reader enough to be intelligent enough to fill in these blanks between things. Yeah, and especially you don't in a, see that a lot. Yeah. And and I think that what he does is he gives you the deal. Hey, guys, you know, listen, th- there's a lot of generic stuff going with origin stories and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you you fill in those blanks. Everybody right. can. I'm going to give you like little twists and turns that will, you know, throw, like I said, I thought he was going to run off and tell the tailor and, and we don't need to. So he doesn't. But I did think we were going to. But like you said, there's the generic bit we fill in. OK, he went, said invincible. The guy mm-hmm. makes the costume. He goes off. Even the idea of I do like seeing the characters learn their power set. I like them. But then again, like Naomi, we still don't know. It, it took. <laughs> Not even any panels, really. Like you said, you get Omni-Man, he's Superman. Okay, that's what he is. And maybe down the line, little quirks and things pop up. And that's what I think that he would rather, you know, center on. And I don't know if we're we're doing the Walking Dead podcast, me and Mark. And at Mm -hmm. the back of those deluxe things, you end up seeing what he has as his outline. And then he describes the process of making the deal. And he does put like, there is effort for anybody writing or doing anything, but mm-hmm. he does seem to really put a lot of effort in the idea of not having, you know, nonsense. Nothing is wasted. He ends up changing some things and stuff where he goes through it. And it was pretty cool reading that, then also reading Firepower, then reading this, because right. I really did. I mean, and, and just the idea you go into school. There's that weird deal, too, where they're taking whatever that is, a test, a take it home, take mm-hmm. it home test, whatever. 
And as the bell rings and they're leaving, you end up having the teacher say, Derek, can I talk to you after class? And Derek's like, yeah, I'm, I'm at football practice and this, this guy. But that it's such an odd deal. Oh, what did I do? You leave that. You never see that. That's just mm-hmm. a side character, Derek, to see what happens later and whatnot. Uh, pretty crazy. Like just that there, because you would normally assume, hey, Mark, can I see? Because he's the main character. But what he ends up doing is showing that every character has its own little life going on and its own little thing beyond uh, what is happening to our main character, which ends up making it feel more real. I mean, if me and you were in the class and we get, you're the one who's going to get in trouble. You're the one who's going to have to talk <laughs> to the teacher. I'm a good boy. <laughs> I'm a good boy, witch. I go off and I just do, I'm telling you, I would have saw that kid get, get bullied. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll tell you, I'm also a, a scaredy cat, but I would have tried. Yeah, I get that like, my, my, yeah, I'm telling you, I'm trying to go with everybody. Yeah, I hate that. And then afterwards, are you okay, buddy? I'm giving him a back rub. He didn't hit you hard. No, I, I actually would have probably tried to, uh, I, I'm I'm the chokester. Immediately dissolve the situation. Oh, that's all yeah. I would have done, and that got that would get me punched, <laughs> and and I wouldn't have had the strength then to fight back and probably shit my pants. But that's beside the point. Mm-hmm. And then the lunch lady would say, "Hey, what the heck's going on here?" I'd say, "Hey, go make your sloppy joes." Yeah, no, I wouldn't even say that. <laughs> I'd be no like, sandwich. I'd be like, uh, "Nothing, Gladys." And she's like, "Oh, Jim, are we still on for the night?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yes, but be quiet." Keep that on the please. deal. Yeah, keep it down. <laughs> I mean, I, you do kind of look like Chris Farley as that lunch lady, but they, you know, and that's what I like you for. But please, and and bring the sloppy joes. Yeah, uh, sl- sloppy joes have become a big thing in our house right now. Big big meal yeah. in our house. Yeah, Logan loves them. Logan likes themed days, so <laughs> he likes the sloppy joes on When's Wednesday. When's the jet seven forty seven? Yeah, really. <laughs> that's when you went to school. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, so, yeah, we have all this. But, yeah, uh, I like this. I, I really did. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing. I, I realize I like it, too, because the idea of boy, this this is hyped. You know, this mm-hmm. is like uh, like Saga when I ended up doing that. Like, it's so hyped, especially with the show and everything where I even looked. I, I got on Twitter to end up. You know, brightening people's day with my humor, first off, but then (laughs) ended up sending you a message if we were going to do this. And I ended up not even looking, but in my timeline, there's like six people talking about the comic, the TV Uh show. So I'm like, yeah, you know, that's why it won the poll. But uh, yeah, it's really hyped. And I was afraid that and this is a subtle first issue. You, You go past a lot of the stuff, but I think it's well done to set up everything and get going like, you know, next issue. We're going to get some action. We're going to get some some big things going mm-hmm. on. Of course, me not reading much. Uh, I'm afraid for the dad. I, <laughs> I would think that he's going to be dying soon, but that's just me um, or disappearing. Yeah, the, I the, don't know. I, I've watched the the cartoon. I, the first I was four. Gonna ask you. Yeah, and uh, you, you, you'll see. They they yeah. really. I think that first cartoon really gives you a lo- way Damn. more than this. I got it. I got to uh, watch. watch it then. Yeah. Well, I, maybe you want to read it first. I don't know. It's uh, maybe, but it's I also pretty spoiler I should, heavy. I should. I heard that. Actually, I heard some. I think it might have been Ruben. Somebody said that they watched the mm-hmm. first episode and they were pissed because they wanted to read the comic along with it, uh, and it spoils a lot of yeah, shit right away. But it's. Uh, I never read this before, but I have. I think I got the one hundredth issue. It was like a special for a quarter. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah. And so I, I kind of 
just being around comics, I kind of know a little bit of <laughs> what, what happens yeah. in this. So I, it wasn't spoiled for me, but it's pretty big that, okay. that first, uh, that well, first cartoon. Once we get done this, this first trade, uh, whether or not the stuff is spoiled right away from mm-hmm. that, I'll go and read it. I'll go and watch it from there. Yeah. And, and that is code for, Jim ain't watching shit. <laughs> uh, so I'll try. And I'm not going to say I'm going to get past like the first. I always, I love first episodes. It's, mm-hmm. it's okay with me. I, I should actually pretend that Just League movie is just one big first episode. Oh, and I could go, uh, that's the problem. I say I'm going to go, I'm going to go watch him. No, I still have to watch it just as me. I'm going to review that today. It's not going to be much of a review. More of a discussion, I told you, because I don't remember anything. <laughs> I can't remember things if I sit through it one time through. And I'm. it's taken me seven times to get through this movie, and it's killing me. But that's that. That's a mini review for that. But for this, <laughs> I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. Uh, I like the art. The art is it, it's basic, but it's not. I mean, there there are details in it. There are parts where... You know, you have no background at all, mm-hmm. but when you do, you do get those little Easter eggs and stuff like that, which I think is cool. Plus, yeah. I like the change of color for scenes and the backgrounds of scenes to tell you, you know, different deal when you end up having the night scene was really cool when he learns to fly mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, you know, you get that from the art where it's not like, okay, it's nighttime. I'm going to go out. Like, that's the other thing. Robert Kirkman works really well with the artist to let them do the storytelling mm. with oh, yeah. him so i do like that a lot uh what would you give it i'm going higher i'm going nine I, three yeah you said that you're <laughs> gonna go high that you're I, you were gonna shock the world yes because, yeah, yeah, I, I finally liked that, something I, i'll tell you you haven't been that positive <laughs> actually we get thrown into some things this is a cool deal to start in the number one which me and you haven't done much of so mm-hmm. that's pretty cool but yeah i i really liked it and i'm looking forward to continuing with this and then possibly we'll see maybe we'll even have a continuation of a continuation afterwards but that'll be something Mm. we'll discuss later um but yeah we'll be back and we're going to do this every tuesday is the deal and that means i have to edit it today to make that work and that you know forces my hand so that's good i have to get that and i'll be doing the character the dc and the marvel character of the month podcast on fridays so we'll get all of that so it'll kind of be spaced out so i still have to finish the miss marvel stuff by friday which i will do so Mm -hmm. yeah this is really cool i'm glad that everybody picked this and pretty much everybody did a couple people picked the other ones and i i was like i i always feel bad because they're like oh man american vampire that'd be cool i'm like it's not winning I, I picked <laughs> there, that. There's no way. So did I, actually. Uh, because I, mine, we, I think it was us, too. No, no sweat. Uh, because the idea that I figured everybody's going to pick him, Vince Vaughn, mm-hmm. I'm going to go against the crowd. Uh, but, yeah, I'm glad we're doing this, me and you both positive, and we'll see how that works out as we continue on. And it is only four issues, so we'll get done this month, and then we'll put the vote up for the next deal. But thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining me, Stork. Thank you. And... We will be back next week. All right, and that's that. That is the Book of the Month podcast with Invincible number one, obviously, since we had talked about it. And I mentioned at the beginning, this is from April. Me and Stork then went on to talk about the next three issues that completed the first trade of Invincible Volume 1. So if you want to hear those, go over to our Patreon. If you want to hear some other Book of the Month ones that we ended up doing where We did Fables, Saga, something else that I can't remember, and Jupiter's Legacy that we're doing at the moment. 
go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdscience, and we have a bunch of shows, ton of shows, but I think that it is one of those, you hear it, and it gives you more of a concept of what we do. I hope everybody enjoyed this, and I will talk to you in a couple days when me and Eric are back with our main weekly DC Comics podcast. So thanks, everybody, and talk to you then.